1: Welcome to episode 52 of Hashtag No Filter. Now, today's episode is a solo episode, so you will be hearing from just me. So the last time I did a solo episode, I think it was the one I did on my fear of flying, um, which you guys seem to really like. So I figure I would do another. Um, I do have more guests coming up very soon, some incredible guests, but there are a bunch of topics I figured I could cover on my own. And so I didn't know which topic to cover, so I gave you all the options. And I gave choices of, you know, more about my fear of flying or my love of therapy, why I think it's so important, how it basically saved my marriage, Uh, my pet peeves when it comes to Instagram, um, a deeper look at why I went off Instagram for a bit, all things Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, how much do we love Tyler and Gigi? I could talk about it for days. Um, Covering topics that I covered in my book and so on and so forth. And the two, I guess, three that really were like overwhelming in terms of what people want to hear about is therapy <laughs> and more about my own marriage and uh, and couples therapy in general. And then my Instagram pet peeves and looking at why I went off Instagram for a bit. Those were definitely the biggest. So I figured today I'd start with Instagram because it's a fun topic. So for those who don't know, I went off Instagram, it was only for a week, but I went off, I don't even, it was like a month and a half ago. And I went off it for seven days, Sunday to Sunday. And, um, and I mean completely off it. Like took the app off my phone, took it off my iPad, the whole shebang. And the reason I went off it in a nutshell, and I wrote more about this on my blog, so I'm not going to go into it like in depth because you can read about it and I don't want to bore you with uh, repeating myself. But something happened on Instagram. Like I witnessed something and I, I, it just like, it just like, it was kind of not the straw that broke the camel's back, but it was just something I'm like, what is Instagram doing? Like, I don't, I didn't want to, I felt so strongly about I don't want to be the cause of someone feeling badly about something because they see it on my Instagram and vice versa. Like, I don't want to feel badly about something I see on someone else's Instagram. And it doesn't matter. I'm not going to go into the details, but basically it it uh, was the catalyst for me deciding to go off of the app for, for a week. And It was actually a great week. At at first, it was kind of like my muscle memory. Like I just kept going to where the app lived on my phone and it was so bizarre. Like I would literally open my phone and click it and it was not there because it was deleted off my phone, which A, is really fucking pathetic that I... um, I realized how often I check Instagram. It was really often. I don't even, I mean, if I had counted, like if I got a nickel for every time I checked Instagram those first couple days or like went to check Instagram, I would be filthy rich right now. I mean, it's pathetic. But anyway, um, so, but then, it then that kind of went away and I didn't have the urge to go check it. And then it was kind of nice. Like I did other things instead of going on Instagram and going on social media And I, like I wrote in the blog post, I I feel like if you, if the only way you're going to be successful is because of Instagram, then you're not doing something right in your business. Like that shouldn't be the reason you're successful. There should be other reasons. And so I was like, you know, my podcast can still be, and my brand can still be regardless of Instagram. So that week I utilized LinkedIn a lot more, which I saw a huge jump in traffic from. So definitely get on LinkedIn if you're not. Um, I use Twitter more. Um, I I take I took advantage of my email marketing, my you know email lists, uh, my subscribers, and so on and so forth. So. Bottom line, that was kind of why I went off Instagram. But then lo and behold, I did go back on. And I said that in my blog post, like I'll probably go back on. Let's be real. And the truth of the matter is that I really do love Instagram for so many reasons, but I also hate it for so many reasons. So that leads me to my pet peeves of Instagram. Um, but yes, I am back on Instagram, as you probably know. And I do love it. I love interacting with people and people I know and people I don't know. And I just think it it can be such a great thing, but it can also be a really bad thing. And so me going off Instagram for that week kind of got me to like reevaluate my relationship with the app. I can't believe I'm talking about the app as if it's like a guy, like a relationship with the app, but it is, I'm like addicted to the app. It's so it's, it's yeah. Okay. So now leading me to the things that I can't stand about Instagram. So Heather and I, went into this heather mcmahon was on my podcast uh, a few episodes ago and we talked about this a little bit at the end instagram pet peeves now i have three four major ones. three or four major ones so number one okay this one i talked about and heather agreed with i believe we were talking about this one specifically if you go to a concert that's great that's awesome live music is wonderful if you go to a concert though there is no need to post 72 72- Instagram story frames from the concert for a few reasons. One, well, let me back up for a second. If you are in the front row or the second row and you can basically like feel the sweat coming off of, you know, like Taylor Swift's face because you're that you have that those that good of seat, that good of a seat, then by all means take a couple photos. That's pretty badass. Maybe take a video or two, but then leave it at that. But if you are not in those first like one or two rows, and even if you are, even if you are Enjoy the concert, A. Just like enjoy the moment that you're in. Enjoy the live music. But B, when you record a concert or live music, it's not going to show up how you are seeing it. When when I, when I see those Instagram stories that come up where people are at live concerts, I literally just click right through them because it's like muffled fuzzy noise and the the whole it's not like it's a clear picture because typically you're like in the nosebleed seats or somewhere far away like why why would you record that and I know a lot of it has to do with because you want to like show that you were there cool great I get it like cool that's what Instagram has done to our world totally acknowledge that but then take like one photo but to to do, I, it was recently, I saw someone, they were at some, I can't even remember what concert it was, but they were at some concert, which I'm sure the concert was amazing. And they had, I, I kid you not, like, you know, on the top of Instagram where like the little bars get really, 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 really little because it means you're almost like at the max of how many Instagram story frames you can do in in like a whatever time period. It was that many that many in that top, it was that many, um, Instagram story frames from this concert. I literally just like, you know, when you can, um, move through Instagrams without having to click to see each one because you can't even hear it. it it's just, it's, there's no point to do that. So one would be, um, Instagramming concerts two, fireworks. Now again, When you're, it's cool. Like you're seeing fireworks. Like we've all seen fireworks. Great, they happen in Fourth of July and holidays. And like when you're at Disney World, that's wonderful. Like fireworks are very cool. But let's think about this. They're they're fireworks. Like we don't we don't need to see them on your. Instagram story, especially again, when you do like 72 story frames of it, if you want to do one that you're at some carnival and it's like, it's a cool fireworks show, but I'm telling you, cause I've tried to take photo of fireworks once it's completely blurry. It looks like shit. There's no reason to take photos and Instagram stories of fireworks. There's just no reason. Like don't even bother. Just enjoy the fireworks. Maybe take a photo for yourself and like you can print it and put it in a frame on your nightstand. If fireworks mean that much to you. So two would be fireworks. Three. When you're on vacation, again, I understand. I have been on vacation. I have taken Instagram stories. I post them on a vacation. I get it. I get it. I get it. That is the world we live in. However, when you're taking 121 photos and Instagram stories and posting them every second of the day, we don't need to see that. We don't need to see when you're at the Grand Canyon. We can see one photo, like that's beautiful. The Grand Canyon's wonderful. I actually have not been, but it's wonderful, like lovely, the Grand Canyon. But we don't need to see it from 107 angles. We don't need to see a photo of you and then you and your husband and then you and your husband and your sister and then you and your husband and your sister and his cousin's brother's mother's wife's child. Like we don't need to see every version of the photo. Like if you want that for your own keepsake, that's great. Like again, take the photos, take the photos, print them, put them in an album, you know, put them on your bedside table, whatever makes you feel good and sleep at night. But we don't need to see all those angles. So take the one photo of the Grand Canyon and move right along. You don't need to post every single solitary second of your vacation. Like we don't need to see when you pee. Um, We don't need to see that you were constipated on day two of your trip in Italy. Like I just I don't give a shit. Uh, (laughs) Pun intended. I didn't even plan for that. (laughs) Oh, God, when you make yourself laugh, it's fun. Anyway, so that so it's kind of like yes we do want to see the highlights but you don't need to show us everything you just don't okay so that that's that we got that good now this the last one that i mean please i could go on for hours but the the last one that i actually talked about recently because it's very relevant right now and timely with it being fashion week and fashion month and all of that okay so if you so i'm all about fashion week i'm all about fashion i used to work in the fashion industry when i saw my first fashion show live i cried like it is the most surreal experience it's it's awesome it's great okay but unless you are in the front row or even the second row like maybe the second row i'll give you that because like you can kind of get an unblocked view but if you're in the front row fine i get it but if you're anywhere but the front row do not even bother taking photos or you can take photos if you want to like remember a dress that went down the runway or like inspiration for your next like outfit something or other but to post that makes zero sense. Just think about it. First of all, there are like hundreds of professional photographers that are in the pit, you know, like in the end of the the runway taking the photos that are putting them up on sites that are like professional legitimate photos, you know, on Vogue runway and Women's Wear Daily and whatever. So leave that kind of thing to the professionals. Like you're going to have the photos if you want to use them on like in a blog post or something like you're going to you're going to be able to see them. And also, if you're not in that front row and you're like in the second, third or you're you're in the fucking like standing section and you're taking photos and videos, A, it's so loud at those fashion shows. And so when it comes up on your phone, if you do it with volume, it is so loud and annoying and I I, like you just want to kind of throw your phone like out the window. But even if you do it on silent, you can't get a good shot. Like we can't see, it's blurry. So basically then you're kind of just like doing it to say like you are at a fashion show. And again, it's super cool, like great. Maybe take one photo of you if you're wearing the designer's outfit like out front or like, you know, whatever. Or maybe just take one photo of you sitting in the seats or something. But to do like 29 photos or videos from a fashion show, when you're sitting in like the back row, there's literally no point. Like we're we're swiping right through that. We're not we're not looking at those. We might look at like the big time bloggers that, you know, have front row seats and like literally they could be being paid to be there or the designer gifted them an outfit to wear, or loan them an outfit to wear and they're sitting front row and you get incredible shots like that's awesome, great, lovely. But if that's not you, like let's just leave it to the professionals, you know what I mean? There's just no need. Uh, So yeah, so those would be like my four main like Instagram pet peeves and I have talked about this with other people and they are in agreement with either some of these or all of these. And I'm not saying I'm a perfect specimen on Instagram. I am sure you guys, some of you guys, might get you know annoyed with things I do, or maybe some things I do are your pet peeves. We all have different pet peeves. Like that's what makes the world go round, All of our pet peeves. <laughs> so, it, and I'm sure there are things that I do or someone else does that are like kind of annoying. Like I know some people get really annoyed when you put up an Instagram, when you post your Instagram feed photo, and then you share it to your story to like get people to go to your feed to look and like and engage and comment and whatever, and you like put a little like gif or jif or, or whatever over the face of the feed photo in your story. So people are like, "Ooh, I wonder what's under that gif I mean, it's probably a, co- a mug of coffee, but like to get people to go over to your feed, I know that really bothers people. And there's a period of time I did that because I was getting so frustrated with Instagram engagement or lack thereof. And uh, so I did that, but I know that really bothers a lot of people. So maybe don't do that if you're trying not to get on people's nerves. Um, another th- or something that I do that I think might bother some people, but I'm just a little lazy and don't <laughs> don't really want to change that. Is when you talk into the story and you don't put up captions. So like if you're at your office or and you don't have your headphones in or you're on a or you're somewhere where you don't want to play like your phone loud because there are people around, you end up not getting what they're saying because they're talking and there's no captions so i know a lot of people have started putting captions in the ones that they're talking so then you can like read the captions and i actually love that like i love when people do that so i think to myself like why don't i do that and honestly it's just because i'm lazy i really think but i know that could bother people because then you like you can't hear the person talking and you can't even understand what they're saying and then you've like totally missed what's going on in that moment so i know that bothers people um other ones that i've heard that bother people much broader topic we could talk about it for hours and days is not is showing the um filtered life, like only showing the curated perfect photos. I know that bothers people. That totally can get on my my nerves. I mean, sometimes I'm looking for that curated perfect photo for a reason. Um, this account that I featured on my account the other day, uh, I think it's called like Meandering Macaroon or something, and she has these gorgeous floral photos. That's awesome, but what people are really going for these days is more authenticity and realness and that unfiltered, like an unfiltered lens, um, you know, into your life. And so I know it's a big pet peeve for some when they're looking at these people that, you know, you know, whether they're bloggers or influencers or not, or, or something totally different and are like a completely different profession, but like everything just looks perfect. Babies are perfect and their, their kids never spit up and they never spill their spaghetti and, and, and the mom always has like perfect hair. The, the dad is so sweet and they never fight and like everything just looks perfect. And obviously that's just a highlight reel. We know that we know that that's obviously we've talked about that a million times. Um, but I know that can bother people when they don't see the realness someone that does a really good job of showing the realness by the way um speaking of moms and family accounts and stuff, her name is Susie. I think her last name's Holman, if I'm saying that right. And her account is like Simply Susie's. And she has four kids and they live in like the middle of Colorado somewhere. And she's like just, she just says, she's like, I'm a hot fucking mess. I mean, and she really just shows the realness, but she's also a photographer. So I think the part I like about that is that she's a professional photographer and like has a photography studio and her, she has gorgeous photos that she's posted, but then like she'll also show the photo, of what, like what really happened or she'll, she'll show a mix of when they go to church and like in the morning and the, she forgot the kid's shoes. He's wearing his underwear with a button on shirt, like to, to, Go to church or like stuff like that. Like she'll show the realness, so I like her mixture. She's a really good one that does, I think, good like not curate or, or curated and real, but more real than not. And even when she's doing the curated, the caption is saying like, "Look, this looks lovely, but really, what was going on is my kid was running around naked while the electrician was over and the roof was caving in or something like that." So uh, she's a good one with that. But uh, yeah, so those I would say those are some of the first few or some of my main pet peeves, and things that really bug me. And I will say that mute option, I guess not everyone knows about the mute option because I put it up on my Instagram the other day and I, or I was saying like, you know, I, Oh, when I was talking about fashion week, I'm like, I'm muting people, you know, not left and right, but like people that are just like posting They're sitting in the back row of, of, you know, the fashion show and they're posting photos and it's all blurry. And this is just like, shit, I don't care about seeing. So I'll like mute their stories. So if you don't know that you can mute, you do, I'm telling you now, you can mute people; they will not know. They, it's not unfriending or unfollowing or whatever. It's just muting them. If you're, if if you like, if they go to their followers, you're still there, but you're not seeing their stories. You're not seeing their feed posts. You can choose to mute just their feed, or their feed and stories, or just their stories. And you can still go and see their feed and go see in the, see their stories if you actively like seek it out, like type in the search bar their their handle and whatever. Uh, but they won't know that you're muting them unless they're like kind of creepy and you know, those people really study every single person that watches their stories and and likes their photos and whatever. And like you do it every day and then all of a sudden you stop like they might notice. But that's kind of weird when people do that. I don't have enough time of the day to do that, you know, like to really study. I actually cover up when I'm when I have to like go back to my stories or I'm posting a story or I'm saving a story or going back to an old one. I will literally put my thumb over the number of viewers that are looking at it because I don't want to see <laughs> because Instagram's so fucked up, and some days I have an, a large amount of people watching, and some days it's smaller, and I don't I know the rhyme or reason, the algorithm bullshit, I don't even understand. So I'll like cover it because I don't want to be like, discouraged that you could do that too. Uh, but anyway, um, so yes, definitely mute people if you're annoyed by people's Instagrams. Um, and that includes me. I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying I'm perfect, but don't mute me because we're friends. So yeah, so that, that's kind of what my main, those are my main pet peeves in terms of Instagram. I know a lot of you wanted to hear what they were, so those are them, and I would love to hear what your Instagram pet peeves are. So once this episode goes up, I'll like obviously promote it and post it, and then I'll put a little section to so you can send me and yours, because I actually would love to see them, and I would love to share them with the world, uh, but those are my Instagram pet peeves, and I think at the end of the day, a lot of us agree, it's a love-hate relationship with the app. Um you know, I, I could go off it again like I I really might but I might not right now I'm enjoying it I've muted the accounts that don't make me feel good and that annoy me and the accounts that post 197 uh, different angles of the Hoover Dam you know so I'm kind of in a good place with it, with it right now but that could change tomorrow so uh, but that's where I'm at right now with it so with all this Instagram talk I feel like it'd be weird if I didn't give you my Instagram handle and plug that and say to follow me at Julie Lauren 14 uh, on my account you'll mostly find um yeah no curated stuff (laughs) because I'm not a great photographer I mean sometimes in my feed I will put something somewhat pretty but it's not like a a professional I do sometimes put professional photographer photographs in that I've had taken just to promote certain things with my podcast but like the photos I take are certainly not perfect by any means. And the Instagram stories are far from that is going to be as authentic and real as it gets. I literally have a podcast called hashtag no filter. I think it'd be hypocritical of me if I filtered my Instagram, you know, so that's where we're at. So yeah, definitely follow me at Julie Lauren 14 and, uh, and share your pet peeves with me. I would love to hear, let me know if I do any of those pet peeves because, um, constructive criticism is a good thing apparently. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for listening this to this solo episode. Uh, so as you see, when I do solo episodes, they're typically 30 minutes or less, pretty short, easy to digest, put it on when you're going for your run in the morning. Not that I run, but if you do, and I have a couple other topics that, like the therapy one, and a couple other things that you guys definitely wanted to talk about or hear about. So I am going to be doing some more solo episodes coming up, back and forth. I'll be switching off between solo episodes and uh, and uh, interviews. So I hope you enjoy. Would love your feedback as always. If you are not subscribed to hashtag No Filter, please please do. It means the world to me. And if you could rate it and give it a review even just a rating, whatever works for you. It truly helps so much. Uh, It helps keep the podcast going and uh, I want to keep doing it for you. So uh, thank you so much for your support. It means the world. I hope you enjoyed this solo episode and I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.